First things first, let's let's kick off the episode with a little bit of a, a little bit of deference to like what's going on in America and around the world, man. So this is one take no chaser. I'm so very glad to have y'all back. This is the grand extravaganza episode. This is grown folks talk. This is the grown men and the grown women. Each one of us is all here, man. We're here in unison to converse with one another to get to the bottom of some of the conversations. But before we get into that. Uh, let's get into like a little bit of the real life. So before we before we say anything else, let me introduce everybody now. I'm on Zoom, so I'm gonna go from my left to my right. Tony Nott, what's good, brother? What's good, my bro? Hey man, I'm here, brother, trying to do the best I can, man. You know what I'm saying? You know how it is. Yeah. Lefty, what's good, brother? Tell him, man. I'm here. All right, you know what I'm saying? Teddy Raleigh, what's good, brother? What's good, huh? All is oh, well, man. man. Oh, uh, D.I., what's good, brother? We good, man. We good, man. Maintaining. Regular shit. For the ladies, Zoe, what's good with you? All is well. How are you? Hey, man, I'm, I'm here. I'm out here, man. Reem, what's good, brother? What's happening, Ron? Hey, man, I'm out here, brother. Jersey guy, Mo, what's good with you? Hey guys, I'm good. All right, Angel, how you feeling? Hey everybody, I'm right. doing well, thank you. And Juan Tom, what's good with you? You already know. Yeah, I know what it is. And we'll, be I'm in by, here. we'll be joined by Courtney a little bit later on. So before we get any further, man, I wanted to make sure that we really clear about one thing. So one of the premises, I say that the major premise about grown men taught when we got together to just converse, like a couple of things that we said were things that were interesting. And a lot of the ladies were like, oh, we got questions about that. So it was so many questions. We decided to do grown woman talk. And, you know, I got jumped. Let me, let me keep it real. I kind of feel like, you know, it, it went down, you know, but hey, hey, I signed a permission slip. So it goes down. It is what it is. But I feel like basically at the end of both of those conversations, there was space for us to come together and try to answer questions, ask questions and really get to the point of uh, whatever it is that we into. But, we have to we have to pay attention to what's going on outside in real life, man. So I think it's important for us to surface this one thing, right? Yo, so many different TV shows and so many different avenues are trying to pit, you know, black men, black women against each other, man. And that's not really what we're here for. So no matter if we having a conversation about things that communication can't solve, let's be clear that we don't got beef with each other, right? Like, and I think that's very important for us to like really surface out. So I think we could open up the show with talking about what we like about the other side. So let me kick it off, man. Like, so if you want me to understand why life is a beautiful thing, you're gonna start with a black woman, point blank period, right? Like, and let me get a little bit specific. Yo, y'all ever look at a woman's mouth? Like, like a black woman's mouth, like not just her lips, but like her whole, like, like, yo, ooh. I mean, yo, it's something special. Like, I mean, like, it's like, it's, it's hard to understand. And I, I now know why people get so upset about, like, other people dating other people. Because it's like, I don't want y'all, like, I want, I want, I don't want y'all, I want her. I don't want, no, I don't want nobody else. Like, that's just it. So, but before you get to the aesthetics, it's also the other part, man. Nobody can hold you down like a black woman, man. Like, and I think that's important. So oftentimes in the media, they talk about how, they got attitudes and this and that. Listen, man, don't believe none of that shit. We got attitudes because we human beings in real life. 
All we really put forward with each other is the best we can as we grow and continue to grow. But at the end of all this shit, there's nothing better than a black woman. So that's my piece. Um, anybody else feel like they want to jump in? Raise your hand. I'll tag you in. Oh, go ahead, Jersey guy. Oh, that wasn't you? Anybody? Y'all don't, uh, who, who got, who got love? You got to speak on it. I'll speak on it. Go ahead, Angel. All right. So when I think about men in general, black men, it is a swag unlike anybody else. Even if someone was raised in the culture period, black men come to you with how they say things to you, how they um, seduce you, how they encourage you, how they tell you off, right? All of that is unique and it speaks to a certain piece of you that no other race i have dated many different races and it is a definite different experience to be with a black man and as much as i can say you don't listen as much as i can say that you have double standards and all of these things i wouldn't choose anything else for my life long term all right well said tony not I jump in. Uh, I guess the thing that I kind of uh, love the most about a black woman is how how there's nobody holds you more accountable than a black woman, right? They're gonna let you know when you want some bullshit, like, and you and if you're a real one, you're gonna look yourself in the, in the in the, um, in the mirror, and you're gonna make those corrections and those adjustments, you know. So so I know I know for me personally, I know like when um you know like when my slip is showing. I can count on a black woman to let me know that I need to, you know, kind of straighten up and get it together. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, and I appreciate that. They 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 definitely help uh, keep you on track and keep you focused. Like like Nock said, put you back on the straight and narrow, and let you know you're slipping when you're slipping. And, 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 and it's all right to be identified as slipping. I think that's one of those things. Everybody want everything the easy way. Right. You can't get everything the easy way. Sometimes it's a hard conversation coming down your pike and you got to accept that shit. If you fucking up, you fucking up. But somebody holding you accountable really shouldn't be your enemy. Somebody holding you accountable. You know what I'm saying? should be somebody who you revere. The only thing I would add to that is like, if you're going to hold me accountable, hold, you know, everybody got to hold each other accountable. I think I will leave with that. Go ahead, Mo. Um, I just feel like with the black men, I feel like you guys are so aggressive and I like a lot of people would take that like as a insult, but to me, that's such a turn on. Like I love for a man to actually lead. And I feel like no, no other race can lead like a black man. Like, you know, they, they have a certain presence about them. You know what I mean? Like it's just aggressive enough, but they're protectors. And I just find that very attractive. Uh, listen, I think the I think one of the conversations, like in the, most of the conversations I have with women when it comes to that whole idea. So if you mess with a boss chick before, you've been around boss chicks, like they seem like they got it all and they do. But if you really dig deep, they're like, yo, if a man just leave, like I'm cool with that. Like as long as you're doing that shit the right way. So that's very important for you to surface. I appreciate that. Anybody else before we get in, before we, before we go a little further? I, I, I want to say that when I think of a black man, I think of a king. A black man to me is powerful. 
but you guys, some of you guys don't know your potential or your ability to know that you're powerful and have, you know, what it takes to make a woman happy, succeed in life, all of that. But some of y'all don't know that y'all have that within you. And sometimes it's our fault. So we got to take that accountable. We got to praise y'all more. But that's all I got to say about that. So, so that's perfect. So let's, let, let's start there. And I think the, I think the, the, the conversation or the question becomes if we don't know, right, what kind of is the things that happen. So I'm a firm believer that there's a real systematic, real systematic effort to try to keep it that that's not the case, right? Point blank period. Like I feel very clearly that every time they broadcast somebody getting slain on TV, and every time they broadcast somebody getting arrested, shows like Cop, shows like Live PD, shows like this, shows like that, them goddamn stupid-ass Popeye's commercials with dudes be singing, eating, and shit. Like, every time you turn around, they doing their best to try to make it look like we less than. So if you are not woke, and I, I, I use that term very loosely because people try to take that and go somewhere else, but if you're not really aware of who you are as a person, people get sucked into that shit. So, yo, Tony Nock, like, when you think about what the media throws out there or like what, what the world throws out there for black people. Like, do you understand what I'm getting at when it comes to that? I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, um, I, I saw something on Instagram and I kind of reposted it where they kind of the portrayal of just rioting in general is totally different when you talk about black people and white people. Like if you just, and if you just watching it, like it's crazy how it's so obvious where they showing you like, two separate clips of black people and white people and then just the words and the and the jargon that they use to describe what's going on with black people versus white people it's like totally different and one is negative and one is kind of where everybody's kind of getting you know like ex get being excused for the behavior so obviously the media is doing their job like we see now like um so many clips coming out of these like people who aren't part of the movement like starting shit, like setting shit on fire, breaking windows so that they can make it look like it's something that it's not. Like the media is a dirty, dirty machine, man. We got to figure out how to uh, combat that. I agree with that. So let me go ahead and toss it. Zoe, so when you think about like how the portrayal of, of, of people in the media and otherwise affects how people move and how it affects how they carry themselves, what do you think about that? Um, it definitely creates a narrative on, um, if we're going to talk about black people in general, it creates this narrative that we're just violent, animalistic types of people and stuff like that. Um, especially when we're basing it off of what we see off the media and we're not basing it off of actual people or actual experiences of who and what black people and black culture is. Um, so I definitely feel like we're not being seen as who we are. We're just seen as these violent slave type animalistic creatures instead of the beautiful empowering strong people that we are so yeah word for word reen what you think about that bro oh god andy oh no i was just gonna uh, jump in and say that uh at least for me I'm, I'm i'm past the point now of being um you know educator in chief i mean at this point if you don't understand what's being done like like we don't really have a conversation like you're you're you're, you're purposely looking for an excuse to look at 
myself and others that look like me in a particular type of way. And then off of that, 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 that gives me all the information that I need to move forward in, in, in our interaction as, as, as we move. Like we, we're coworkers that are friendly. We're not, we're not real friends. And, and we need to operate in that manner going forward. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not here to hold your hand and, and walk you through this particular situation. If you don't have the information over the last 10 years, now, 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 that, now that things are being actually filmed and you still kind of like silent on certain situations, because to me that, that, that silence is, is right now is definite. You know what I mean? So, so for me, it's like you, people for too many times now have been um, putting an emphasis like, yo, I don't use the hard R in nigga. So therefore, you know, I'm go, I'm cool. You know what I mean? Like, you know, not cool. Lo, lo, not cool. as long as I don't use the hard R, you know what I mean? But I don't really care what, what really is going on. Like, I'm just going to, you know, play it off like, you know, I, y'all figure it out and I'll uh, hopefully season it with some hopes and dreams and hopefully things work out for y'all. You know what I mean? That, that's not, that's not, that's not going to work no more. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Teddy Riley, what you got, brother? I mean, systemic racism is a thing, right? So um, I'm not... I'm not as, I guess I'm not as calm as Andy and I, um, I have a tendency to get baited into these arguments, but it is what it is, right? Like a lot of people have things to say about the riots, but they don't have anything to say about the murder, right? So yes, oh, oh, you know, peaceful protests, you know, do this, you know, be peaceful, but peaceful protests has not worked since God knows when, right? And I'm not saying that rioting is working, right? But if we kneel, y'all got a problem, right? If we, if we say something in a, you know, in a setting where, um, you know, we're not talking about racism, like an award show or something like that, you got a problem with that too, right? So it's like, if nothing works, right? I think Tupac said it best, like if, we, if we're outside banging on the door, calmly asking you for food, um, after a month, after a year, after a while, we're gonna kick it in, right? So, you know, you, 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 you could talk about everything that's going on, but let, let, let's focus on why, why is it happening, right? So, you know, like I said, systemic racism is a thing, man. And, and, and it, it, it's proven, like, from the beginning of time, they've been portraying black people like we're, like these animals, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, oh, you guys don't work, you're in these bad neighborhoods. Like, like, like we all got together and chose to live in a, in a neighborhood. Nobody's talking about redlining and things like that, right? So, you know, like I said, man, systemic racism is a thing. And after, at, at this point, Andy's right, man, you, you know, if you, if, if you don't know at this point, then you're never gonna know. So it is what it is. So you brought up something, man, that kind of that kind of that kind of surfaced for me this weekend, uh, specifically this weekend around us. Forget everybody else for a second. Let's talk about us and how we process what's happening right now. And I see people starting to go at each other about what's the appropriate way to handle what's going on, right? So you see somebody outside fucking the, fucking up the stores and people are like, nah, you can't do that. You see people out there doing peaceful protests. Other people are like, nah, you can't do that. You got people who are like, I don't want to go outside whatsoever. People are like, nah, you can't do that. You got people who are like, yo, I'm an artist. I'm going to draw. Nah, you shouldn't do that. That's not enough. Yo, I, I, I write. That's not enough. I mean, so I wonder if, and, and I, I know the answer to the question I'm asking, like, is it intentional that people are starting to fissure around the black community to be like, listen, man, there's an appropriate way or a non-appropriate way. My whole shit is this. I don't give a fuck what you do. Listen, it's not for me to tell you what's in your heart about what's going on. If you want to wild out, wild out. You want to fucking stay calm, stay calm. You want to pray, then pray. You want to write, then write. You want to dance. And do what you want to do. The only thing I'm going to ask y'all, anybody not to do, is to abstain 
Like, don't do that shit. Like, you, yo, listen, pick your lane. Yo, rallying ain't your shit. And you're like, I ain't going outside. All right, cool. Don't go outside. Like, I get it. Listen, if that's not your shit, don't even worry about it. But like, I've heard, I saw somebody on the gram who I actually thought was a friend. And again, mind you, friendship is relative. I'm on the phone with my friends as we conversing right now. So the people who I know and love, y'all are all here, you know, for the most part. So, but my man said, if people did what they were supposed to do and lived in better neighborhoods, this wouldn't be their reality. Word? Yeah? Exactly. Left. You see your face right there? Go ahead. Speak on it, brother. Like, listen, man, some people, like, like they need a history book, right? It's 2020, right? Like, if you don't know how we got to those neighborhoods, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is bugging. If you don't know how we got to those neighborhoods, if I got to tell you and school you, like, listen, we were redlined into those neighborhoods. If I have to, if I have to explain that to you, then you either need some more education, you got to use Google, I guess encyclopedias are no longer relevant, but if you don't know how we got there at this point, then you're stupid. Like, I, I got to be more like Andy. Like, I can't have this conversation with you, but the problem is for me, like, stuff like that makes me angry. You know what I'm saying? So I, I end up in these arguments, you know what I'm saying? But if you don't know that by now, this is a grown person. I'm assuming you, you late 30s, early 40s, whatever the case may be, if he's your man. So it's like, if you don't know that now, at this point in life, then that, I mean, we, we can't really be friends. I could uh, be Instagram friends with you, but I might have to nah, meet you. Nah, I can't be your Instagram friend either, bro. Cause when you start talking that kind of stupid shit, I can't fuck with you, bro. That's just it. Yeah, for me, it's, it's stop stop pretending to care. Dude. Just 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 say that you don't care. Just be, just be honest about it. Just say you don't care. You know what I mean? Like these people pretending like they care. We got don't different care. demeanors. They, it, it does, like it like, I guess I react too quickly, you know what I'm saying? And I guess that's my, my own personal issues, you know what I'm saying? But that stuff like that is maddening to me. Like why at this point in life, like I have to explain that to you, like how you all got, you all simultaneously said, okay, let's, let's move to the worst neighborhood, the most underserved neighborhood in New York City. We all said, okay, let's do that. The, the neighborhood that's underserved, the neighborhood that has lack of resources, we all did that together and said, let's move there. Like, you need some education. Like, I can't really talk to you. We can't have this conversation. We're not the same. Yeah, fuck with you. Go ahead, left man. He's definitely talking that. Like, I'm, I'm thinking he's only talking like that because it ain't hit home yet to him. Like, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't touch his side yet. Until my, when he, when it. But my shit is like, yo, we literally all one overzealous person from being a hashtag, yo. When, like, when, real when it hits talk. home like, for him, and he'll understand where you're coming from. That, yeah, that part too. Go ahead, Angel. Oh, I wasn't raising my hand to talk, but I holistically agree with everything that you guys are saying. And some people, because they have had a different opportunity, they immediately try to place that on everyone else because there is a socioeconomic privilege for the African-American children whose parents did make it to, I guess you say make it out of those normal circumstances that many of us are afflicted with. And it's within your family as well. Oh, that the side of the family that has, you know, is middle class and their kids may or may not go to private schools, but at minimal, they go to better schools than everybody else who lives in apartments or lives in public housing. And they treat them differently because they feel like they're better. And it's grown up within the home. So when you get better, like, well, if they do better, because I know my dad told me that he made it here because he worked so hard. And if cousin so-and-so would have worked hard just the same, he would have made it here also. And that is not necessarily the case. There are many factors that play into your positioning in life and you have to consider all of them. 
and we don't do that. We immediately assume that because we worked hard based off of our own personal conditions, that somebody else could have worked hard and gotten to where we are, but they didn't have those same circumstances, privileges or disadvantages that you had. And that's household to household, you can be next door neighbors. You don't know what is happening in that person's life to say where they should or should not be. And I just think that's actually disrespectful for us to treat each other that way. But no, no, that's no, that's that's very well said. And not only disrespectful, but I think it's short sighted of this whole idea that they can only be but one level of success and it could only be a couple of people at the top. Like that bothers me when I see people restrict other people from getting where they are because they're like, well, hold up. If you here and I'm here, then that's too that's too now we can't have that. There's too many of us here. So I gotta nah, I got I gotta hold you back, bro. Like chill, you're doing too much. That's what it is. Hey, look here. I think I think the one thing that needs to just be illustrated and, and communicated is like when I say black, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody in this conversation, I got people here who are black American. I got people here who are Caribbean American. I got people here who are like, you know, like it's, it's, it's all of us here. And we're not monolithic, yo. Like we are multifaceted. And I think the other part of the conversation is just being clear. Like, yo, no matter where you land, understand that if somebody on the other, the other aisle or the other end of the conversation looks at you a certain way, you can't subscribe to what the fuck they saying about you, nor should you succumb to that shit either. Like, yo, we got to uplift each other out, man. So in this point in time, I'm going to leave that shit there because y'all been watching MSNBC, CNN, all that shit. I also implore y'all to start watching Fox News and start paying attention to what they're saying about y'all behind y'all backs, yo. Oftentimes, people be so... I tuned into Fox News today just to see, like, what they spend was on everything. And that shit is just comical. Like, <laughs> it's crazy to me. Like, like I sit there and I'm, I'm, like, really baffled at how they spend this shit. Like, it's crazy. Like, they are sick over there. But but like but but, but remember, your man got elected behind that shit. I know, so, and I, and trust me, there's a there's a whole swath of people like in the middle of America that that's all they watch. So they really like that's their truth. Like whatever they spitting over there, like that's their truth, and that shit is scary because it's, because it's it's it's, it's, it's short sighted because to say all that. of because all of the new like all of the media outlets like is on some bullshit. But they shit is just crazy. Like it's just like yo, we, I'm I had to like look around the room. Like, am I getting pumped? Like this shit can't be real. Like this shit, how they spending this shit? This shit is crazy. Hey yo, so we gonna leave that there. Reem, yeah. I'm sorry, Reem, I didn't get to you, brother. You got something you wanna jump in though? No, I'm good. I think we pretty much touched on everything. Only thing I would just add, how you were originally talking about like the narrative. Um, I think you know just like. You said that this was social media and so many outlets. I think this is like an opportune time to like, you know, kind of use that as a platform to change the narrative. Although most times we don't use social media for that. We use social media to kind of like add on fuel and perpetuate the negative narratives. But, um, you know, like I use like the sports sports analogy because I know like a lot of everybody watched like the last dance um, and how like the modern day athlete has a platform like LeBron James and different people have a platform to like present a different narrative of themselves, whereas players back in the day didn't. So like, you know, we have an opportunity to kind of, you know, although they, they do control the media, but there's a different media platform for us to kind of change the narrative. Yo, well said, like there's not, there's literally nothing stopping anybody from going to fucking uh, Apple and downloading Wonton 
or shade with your teeth or the mermaid and the lion or fucking one take no chase. So like, yo, at this point in time, like we can put out our content as we see fit and let the consumer decide what it is that they want to do. And mind you, none of us is doing this shit here for the bread. We're doing this shit for the love because we got shit to talk about. So let's talk about it. Jersey gal, let's start with you. You heard grown man talk. You, 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 you had questions of the fellas. The fellas is here. Go ahead and go ahead and start it. Go ahead. I'm going to kick it off with you, Josh. I'm coming to you next. Josh, I'm coming to you next. Go ahead, Jersey guy. Well, the, question, the questions that I had that I had for you guys, one take tried to answer the best of his ability, but he failed <laughs> um, the last. Hold up. Hold the fuck up. Hey, we don't do we don't do, do, do we don't do disrespect yeah, no one take no chase. Hold last, on, goddamn it! Wait a minute. Episode, the follow up. So, um, I just I, the questions that I had was I just feel like what exactly, um, women? Why are we held at different standards? I just want to know if you guys want us to be equal with everything else. When it comes to like love life and certain things, why are we still being held at a different standard? So you're speaking about double you're speaking about double standards. Am I hearing you correctly? Yes. Say less. Uh Tony No, you got it first, brother. I just wanna uh answer the question with a question. Um who created like the standards and like in your mind? I feel like men. You feel like men established the double standards? I really do. Mm, okay. What, what what standards are we talking about? Though? I mean, that's pretty broad. Like, so it's kind of hard to tackle. I mean, it's very broad. Um, but as far as let's talk about with um, even with the sex life thing, you know, like her past and things like that. I feel like there is a, definitely a double standard. All right, so, so, so I got hold you. On, I got you. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I got so you. Let me, fa- let, let me facilitate this part. So let's go back to the conversation about the young lady who had uh, 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 four sex partners in one situation and how if that were us, because this is the conversation with the ladies. If that were us, we'd be getting high-fived. And if that is, if that is them, they getting rolled the fuck out. Am I am I giving you am I honoring what you're saying, Monique? That's that's correct. Now, who wants to take that on? Tony Nock, go ahead, brother. You start. So here's what I say. And the reason why I asked, like, who created that that double standard is because, like, for me, like, I remember growing up, and for the most part, it was the women that were reinforcing that kind of behavior, non-behavior. Like it was my aunties telling all the little girls or in my family, like, stay away from them, them boys and stop being fast. Like, get your fast ass in the house. Like, it was my aunties that was saying, oh, he's so cute. He's going to get a bunch of girlfriends when he grow up. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's not just, like, like you guys have to take some some of that, too. Like, you guys want to be held on, on pedestals. Like, put up on these pedestals of being perfect and pristine. And then when, like, it's some shit that's going to knock y'all off of it, y'all don't want to be on there no more. Like, we got to, you know, decide, like, exactly, like, what we really want. And how we well, want to hold be viewed. on. Okay, okay. Let me just answer that one take before you move on. Okay, so you said it was the women that was enforcing it, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, just because they're enforcing it, just like back in the day when um, a lot of shit was going on, men started it, and the women felt like they had to enforce it. So I feel like that was started by a man, and it just became the way to do things. So 
of course, back then, we were living in a man's world. It is what it is. You know, you didn't want uh, a man, a man didn't want a woman who was known to be a whore. When really, uh, a, a lot of men marry whores, but they just don't know. So it was kind of like a thing like, oh, well, don't, don't, you know, don't tell as long as they don't know. So women were, they were, you know, forced to keep that type of behavior amongst themselves or just to themselves. And then as we got older, the new generation, they started to become a little bit more freer. I don't want to say whore as a hoe, but they started to become a little more sexual free, sexually free. And then that's when they started, oh, well, you know, a man not going to want you is this. It's always like a man. A man is not going to, a man, a man, a man. A man started that. Women just enforced it. But I still believe that the man started it. So I want to know, why are we held at different standards when it comes to that? Is it yeah, because Ma you can't take the thought of your woman with another man? Is that Hell what no. is the ego? <laughs> yeah, well, it's we know that. Go ahead, Mark. Hold on. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. All right. Um, first of all, uh, just from a broad perspective, every man wants to think that his woman is different right, from everybody else out here. So if everybody's a whore, my woman can't be a whore. That's number one. <clears throat> number two, um, you know, as far as another standard is concerned, I never had sex with four women at the same time, right? So if you had sex with four men at the same time, that's not a different standard. I'm holding you to the same standard as I'm holding myself, right? So therefore, you know, you, you, you're not different from everybody else if you have sex with four men at one time. I'm sorry period. And I'm holding you to the same standard that I'm holding myself. And I feel like, you know, my, my biggest issue with y'all, your, your podcast is that, well, the podcast with the ladies was that, you know, in a way, y'all kind of playing the victim here, right? It's like, okay, um, y'all making it seem like only men are players. Women been players. Matter of fact, women are better players than men. I'm going to tell you why. If I'm with a, 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 a let's say a, a chick that my friends consider bad or beautiful or whatever the case may be. Um, nine times out of 10, I'm gonna go tell Ron, yo Ron, I used to mess with that, that girl, right? A woman on the other hand, she could be sleeping with a, a dude and won't tell her best friend. So nine times out of 10, y'all not gonna get caught. But th there's no difference between us and y'all, right? The only thing is, the only difference is, y'all keep your mouth shut, we don't. But y'all just as much players as we are. So stop the victim because y'all are the a, exact same way we are. Period. I'ma jump in. And I and I've been quoted. And Yash, Yash can speak to this. I said very clearly, the best, and she didn't like this shit, but the best liars on earth are not us. It's, 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 it's the women. Go ahead, Yashman. Angel, I see you, but go ahead, Yashman. Go ahead. Now, because I hate when you say that shit. We not the best liars. I keep telling you, withholding information. <laughs> that's what we do. We don't lie. We just withhold information. That's, that's, that's all. That's it's a, not that's a, lie. a lie. It's not a lie. Yeah, let me jump in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So wait, is it not a lie? Like if you if you tell your, your man that you're going to get some groceries and you go get your fucking pipes beat the fuck up in the back of a fucking Chevrolet and then come back with two bags and say... You know, like I've um yeah, I went to the supermarket to get some groceries and shit. I came I'm two hours late because the lines was long. That's not that's not withholding information. That's lies. And that's the kind of shit women do. Women are the greatest at that cheating shit. Like y'all have everything lined up so that dudes are never know. 
Like, y'all do a whole bunch of errands, but in between the stop of getting the gas and stopping at Trader Joe's, get them breaks. Joe is off. right, <laughs> exactly. And y'all come home, we'll never know. Go ahead, we, Angel. we stupid. We stupid. Go ahead, Angel. Go ahead, Angel. I think that men like to convince themselves that women, the majority of women, are playing the position that way, being players, being secretive and liars to validate their behavior. So I have been with one man for nearly 15 years. I have not touched another man's penis. I have not considered another man's penis. I have not considered kissing or being in another man's face. And if we're trying to say who's being a, a liar now, when we're talking about withholding information and not, and Yash can knock me down, it's more of my life before I met you is not necessary to be disclosed unless it is going to currently impact our relationship. Now, a woman who is out there cheating and lying and deceiving, that is not the woman that we are talking about. And I can almost guarantee that that is not the woman that I represent and it's not the women that we are on this podcast. So if you guys want to talk about the trifling, nasty ass, dirty ass bitches y'all be fucking with, then let's do that. But that's not the woman that we're representing here. Hold up. Ayo Zoe. I think we took a lot of time from the original question. I want to jump in. Ayo Zoe. Let me ask you a question, Zoe. So on our episode, we had a very clear conversation about the DM. Yes or no? We did. And we conversed about what goes down in the DM. Yes or no? Okay. We yeah. conversed about the <laughs> fact that the DM is popping well beyond our expectations of what the fuck is going down. Yes? Mm-hmm. So my question is going to angel shit. So now here y'all are, upstanding women who are amazing and beautiful and righteous and all that, all that, all that wonderful shit. You mean to tell me if there's some shit in your DM that you know would get me tight? You're not going to converse with me about that shit because you're going to just withhold that shit? I don't like that. I want to know. How does it affect you, though? It affects me because if I found out about it, it's going to be a problem. That's If you found out about it because that person went out their way to tell you about it. But if it don't upright affect you, it's not your business because I'm not paying no mind to it. Now, if I was engaging in that, then you got every right to come at me. But if I'm not engaging in any of that... That's none of your fucking business was in my DMs. That's What's in fucking, yours? No, no, uh-uh. Don't ask me what, don't, listen, listen. I don't answer the questions. I ask them. Hold on now. Wait a minute. <laughs> like, what I'm saying is, yo, at this point in time, if you know, see, mind you, my DM might be dry. Like, straight, straight desert. And your shit is like, yo, yo, fucking, fucking Carmelo just hit you up. Like, yo, what up, Zoe? I mean, I need to know that. Why, why can't I know that? But Why? Do you know? Why him? do you need to know that? What, what, what kind of shit is it? If it's a Wait, friend, if it's one of your friends, then I'm. Why is it important? Let me tag why myself in. Okay, so 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 let me tag myself in. Let me tag myself in. Meanwhile, if I post something on my joint and I get a heart underneath my shit, I'm going trial. Fucking executioner is going down. So what's so what's the difference? Wait, no. Repeat that. What you say? So if I post a picture and some chick puts a heart underneath my shit, judge jury executioner. It's the same thing. No, I don't do that. So well, I, you're being sloppy because <laughs> if you post something and somebody and you're in a relationship or you're dealing with a, a certain type of woman and you know she don't allow that or she doesn't like that, 
for you to let allow somebody to feel that comfortable to post a heart under your picture, then that's that's just being messy. Wait a but minute. Wait, no, stop, stop, stop. God damn it, no. No, see? I, I mean, I was feel like a person getting upset about someone putting hearts under your picture, yeah, that's, that's it very plays true. in a role of an insecurity of a woman. If she gets upset about that, then that's a she needs to fix on herself. But if it's a random person putting hearts putting stuff in my DMs and stuff like that. That has nothing to do with you because I'm not engaging with that. I'm not going to get upset because someone's hitting you up or putting hearts. I would want that because they're like, okay, somebody thinks you're cute. That's cute, whatever. As long as you're not engaging in that stuff, you're not entertaining it. Now, if you're entertaining it, then it's a problem. How do we know it's random? How does who know? I mean... How does your man know it's random? Am I engaging with it? If I don't it's, know. But, I'm, but the thing is... But that's a trustlet thing you have to have in with your own relationship. If you honestly believe that you need to check her for every person that puts a heart eyes or whatever underneath her picture, that's a problem that you need to fix with yourself. That's nothing to do with her. Yeah, I'm gonna rock with Zoe on that. I'm gonna rock with Zoe on that. Thank you. I, I'm actually gonna agree with you, yo. I, uh, Zoe, your name is. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna entertain an argument if, if some random person puts a heart under my picture and we find. Yeah, one, one take is on his own with that with Tony Nugs. Yeah, I'm not with that. I didn't pick I think a stand on the low because I don't think you you you're gonna tell your girl every woman that is that's in your DM. No, you I'm friend. not saying shit. What I'm talking about is the difference between us and them is they would have. So okay, so we brought up the example before. I said if LeBron James was in your DM and we was going to go see the Lakers tomorrow night and we got front row seats and I find out that he was in your DM, I'm looking at you like, so We said we would tell that? you. We said we would tell you. I know I cut you off, but you're bringing it back up as if we didn't give a clarifying statement. If we're going to go see LeBron tomorrow, we'll tell you that LeBron is in the DM. But up until that point, there is no reason to disclose that. If LeBron's in the DM, we're not going to the fucking game. What are we talking about? Like, no. It's like, not oh your business. God. If it don't affect you, it's not your business. That's that's all it is. That's not withholding like information. This. That's not lying. That's just, it's, it doesn't affect you. Now, if you're going to go with them, then it's a problem. But if I'm not inter interacting with any of these guys, then it's not your business. Um, only, uh, that's that baby that's, soft shit. That's, that's, cra that's crazy. Um, I mean, if that works, I think it's just based off of your each each person relationship. If they if you saying that like it's in your DM and it don't and it, if it's none of your business, then that need to go both ways. And then it doesn't if somebody's in his DM or somebody hitting his, hitting him up and you happen to while he in the shower you happen to glance over and see something, don't question him. It's none of your business. If if, if it's if it's gonna go that way, then it's go both ways. Like for me and my relationship, that don't work. But if it work in your relationship, go right ahead. Like it, it can't be, you can't say like, you can't be in a relationship and say certain stuff is like off limits or it's none of your business. If you're in a relationship, y'all a team, y'all a unit. That means everything, you talk about and discuss everything. How you gonna be on a team and say like certain stuff is off limits? Like that's not, that's not a successful team in my opinion. Yeah, and, and I just want to jump them back into because I think it uh, brings us back to Jersey Gal's original question in terms of like double standards. I think in, in, this, in this particular aspect, context matters. So the question of is like, what is the context behind the situation that you, you're referring to about like, you know, having a particular double standard? So when you talk about that whole gangbang situation, 
I think to, 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 to really take the temperature of the room on how everybody feel is, is understanding that context. I think a large part of the context was going to a particular homecoming, a situation where you coming in blind and you about to be embarrassed. Like, I'm not, I'm not having that. I mean, that's the information that needs to be disclosed. So that's, right, so I let's think do the this. context matters. So let's do this. So, Fine. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, just hold on, Mo. Before we go any further, Mo, you got the next thing, but let me just let me just do my part. So I'm looking at all of y'all right now, and I'm going to go same way we introduce ourselves. If it were your person, man or woman, who you found out was in that same situation, word for word, you're going to roll with the person, or you're going to keep the person, or you're going to dead the person. Tell me not. I don't, like Trey Song said, I don't want to leave, but I got to go right now. Say it last. Lefty. Uh, I think like like what Mark was saying, like like he was saying like the whole, if, 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 if he wasn't in that same situation, it's like, like, I can't. I can't even remember what your exact words were saying, Mark. Like you were saying, like if 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 you didn't have that same that same uh, interaction, expectation for yourself, right, right, then he can't. He can't get upset. So, I mean, it's a case by case situation. Nah, push it, brother. No, no. The conversation is if you mess with a chick and you found out she had four dudes at one time back at fucking Lincoln. Or whatever the fuck, and now that's your wifey. You gonna keep or you gonna roll up, bro? Yes or no? I don't know, bro. We can't abstain. <laughs> we can't. We can't abstain. We talked about this in the beginning of the episode, brother. Make a decision. <laughs> it depends on how I find out. Speak on it. Depends on how I find out. Speak on it. Like, like, like. So, like, like that whole situation. If it was like on some, like, oh, you still talking to these niggas, like. If it was just like a one-time thing and it shit happened way back then, whatever. I didn't did some shit too, so it's like, all right. You know I mean, all like, right. I, 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 I'd be like, if I, if it'd be the same way. Like, if they found out about this shit, then it'd like be the same thing. Like, she might leave me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it all depends on how you find out. So like that whole situation where he found out the way he did, and then she's still in contact with him. Yeah, I'd be out. Mark, I'll be out in that talk, situation. We talking from we talking from this the exact situation, the way it played the exact out. Exact situation as it played out. If that was you, oh, I'm out. If that was you, and you found out, so in other words, her, listen, her her sister's boyfriend put you on and was like, "Yo, by the way, blah 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 blah." Mm-hmm. You, you said you out. Tony Knock, you said you out. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, she Rob, still got a relationship not, with Rob, the dude. I gotta go. No, yeah. no. If if it played out that way, then yeah, I'm I'm, I'm ghost. Mark. We already know, Mark. You was clear. You said you was out. What was um, what's that song with Biggie at the end when he said um, two words? I'm gone, son. <laughs> I'm out. That's it. Say less. Di, speak on it. I mean that situation. Yeah, I mean this is this is a rap, so I can't I can't be embarrassed like that, man. I can't. Reem, speak on it. hundred uh, percent. I'm gone. Now, Zoe, flip it, Zoe. Now, here's your man who you just found out. Listen, y'all about to pull up the homecoming at his alma mater. Oh, but by the way, these four chicks over there, them, over there, them, them, them right there, yeah, they was all with him in the bed at the same time. Man, he didn't tell you about it. You had to hear about it from somebody else. You staying or you going? I mean, the way you explained it to me was that the person was still in contact with them. If yep. he's still in contact with them, 
I'm leaving. What is why you why am I entertaining that? Say now, less. If you contact. All I right. Just, so, but no. Look, and remember, we're gonna put the context. They in contact. They are. They are friends. Whatever that looks like. So you out of there, Angel. Uh, From our episode that we did one-on-one -on -one to the grown woman talk to today, the contact is what ruined everything. The fact that you still have them in your life currently is what's going to have me walking out the door while you are asleep. I might even have sex with you one last time, make oh, you feel great. real nice and cozy. Oh, and then so when you bad. wake up in the morning, <laughs> the dirty. house will be clean and my side <laughs> of the closet empty. Thank you so much for a wonderful time. Wow. And what you've given me. You foul. So, yeah. <laughs> Jersey wow. gal, go ahead, speak on it. Well, I think the contact, the keeping in contact thing is what sets it to a different level um, because then that brings in to me disrespect. So, no, I wouldn't stay, of course, because he's in contact with these four chicks that he banged. So, and, um, so but hold on. Good. Hold on. So, but let me just say, um, for the for the first part of the question, when I first said about the double standard thing, if you revert back to um, our podcast, I mean, our recording that we did, just the females, I was very clear about, I would never put my man in a situation where he would ever have to feel that way. The only way I would tell you about something like that happening with me and me dealing with somebody else, or even if it's like a DM or whatever, is if you had to have some type of contact with him. If you had like, if you hadn't had to have like no contact with him or he's not your barber or you're not going to run into him because you guys are in the same fraternity, I feel like there's no need for you to know. But so I wanted to be clear on that part. So, I would never put you in a situation where you had to feel, you know what I mean? Like, I would never do that. So, 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 so thank you for clarifying that. I think that mm -hmm. speaks to Mark's point on the grown men talk. It's like, I'm not going to embarrass you neither. Like, right. I ain't going to have you out here looking crazy. Like, and I saw Zoe, right. you know, pumping it up. It's like, yo, listen, I'm not going to have you out here looking crazy. Like, yo, like, I, and that's the difference between grown folks versus people who ain't. Listen. You ain't coming to my homecoming if I'm going to have you bumping into the gauntlet. And Absolutely. I'm talking about the gauntlet. Like, literally every building you go to, you got to literally fight through that shit. Then you wasn't ready to come with me to homecoming yeah. because I, I'm still living foul. So that's something wrong with me. But if you're talking about me hearing, but, but again, to my point, though, Mo, goes back to the point of what do you owe me to know about the possibility. Remember now, take context. Context is important. Your sister's boyfriend, you know him. I don't know how you know him, whatever it is, but you know he might be a little bit of chatty patty. If you know he don't fuck with you like that, and you know he kind of like, I don't know about her, yo, before me and you get together and you sanction, now let's talk about double standards. I'm like, yo, I'm about to go hang out with such and such. And you're like, oh yeah, go ahead, go have a good time. You know what he about. You better, you better let me know. Hey, look. By the way, before you say something to him, I need to talk to you real quick. Don't let me walk out of that conversation like this. Like, oh, shit, word, that's how we moving? Because if that's what you're going to do to me, it's going to be a problem. I mean, like I said, I agree. I agree. It's because then it becomes, a, uh, then it becomes, um, it's disrespectful to me, in my opinion. Um, but at the same time, me as a grown woman who um, I feel like, when I meet somebody or when I decide to be with somebody, I know they have a past. So 
I'm not looking like I'm not every if I if he's inviting me to his homecoming, come on. I know how it is. I'm, I know it's somebody that he dealt with, whether it's half the campus, that's not my business. Like I said, what kind of like puts this on a different level is because she kept in contact. Has she not kept in contact with him? Then I would say just get over it. Just like I have to get over the 13 girls you slept with. You know what I mean? Like it's just something that we can't control. And I just believe in being very honest and upfront. So let me just say this. If I was dealing with a guy, if I just start messing with a guy, you're going to know that if I was promiscuous in my past. Like that's how? not something. How? So, like, so how, how would you communicate Because I'm that? not going to, I'm not going to. Okay, so I won't say, hey, one say, you know I slept with such and such. And you know me and Mark did this. And you know me and Tony Nark, you know, we, we did this a few times. I'll just say, you know, you know, I have fun in my 20s. You know, I, you know, I ain't going back. I mean, I wouldn't have to give you details fellas but i would definitely drop a clue to you that you know it is what it is go ahead go ahead reem go ahead reem because i i want to know i want to know what you okay so she said she said you know what i'm gonna say ryan you know what i say well let's go for it brother go for it i appreciate and i'm I'm being totally honest because we've been honest i would appreciate your honesty and i would respect it but that wouldn't keep me around Man, and I, I have, to, and most, I would have to respect most, that. Most most men, I hate to say it, because it's go back to what we're talking about. If if a woman is up front, tell me, you know, like we read between the lines, we all know what have fun means. If you tell me that early in the game, I'm out. So I'm you not, want a liar? No, I don't want a liar, but I'm just being honest that if 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 you if you said it to me, I'm out. I didn't say I want you to lie. You can be honest. And like, see, the thing about me is that I don't believe in like the double standard. So like like how you were saying earlier, like, well, you know, if, if a if a young lady has a lot of, you know, a, a lot of a lot of bodies under her belt, you know, then it, it should be forgiven. If a man has a lot of bodies under her belt, the women choose to still stay with the guy. Like I don't think a woman if I if I told you I had a bunch of bodies under my belt, if you choose to leave in the beginning, that's your right. I think it, it's not a double standard. What goes for one goes for the other. But I'm just being honest. If a woman tells me she has a you know like she she's had a lot of fun in her 20s. I'm not staying. Hold on, Zoe. I see your face, Zoe. Speak on it, Zoe. I'm not. But why? Like, she's had a life before you. If she's being honest and she's telling you about, like, she's not giving you in detail, but she's like, yeah, you know, I did what I did in my 20s or whatever. What makes you not want to stay? Well, let me, let me, let me, let me jump in. So, Here's the thing, and I, I, listen, fellas, I love y'all, man. Like you know, y'all, y'all my bros. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be honest. Like if you came to the table and the cheeks was trash, it's a, it's a double o seven. You get, y'all, they getting rolled out. All agree? They out of here. So they got it from somewhere. So I'm not entirely sure that I'm going with Reem on this one. Now Reem's my brother, yo. Like you know, I love him dearly, but like. If you told me you was a SBW, for I got that from Jersey, but like, you know, like that, like, uh, what's that, slut bag whore? If you was like, yo, I was in college and I was having fun. Fun is relative. But also, I think everybody's saying the same thing. Let your fun translate into something positive, but don't embarrass me. So if you know how to work that thing, I'm cool with that. I think just so long as it's not going to be some bullshit. Uh, Zoe, did I, did, I, did I get it right? 
I mean, the whole slut bag whore thing was a little too Whoa, much. Whoa, so. uh, listen, I'm saying, <laughs> listen, that, that was Yashri's so words. That was, that, that, was Yash, that was Yashri's I like phrase. I, I got like that from Yashri. I wouldn't say, you know, me. Like, yeah, I was a slut bag whore back in the day, but, <laughs> but um, I feel like we all just have to have that, like, thought, like, yeah, you had a life before me. Uh, you did what you did back in the day. I would just hope that you got it all out your system then. So when we come now, it's a different story. Like, I don't so, want you judging me off my past. Because if that's so, the case, then half the niggas in the world really shouldn't be in no relationships. So I'm so glad you said that. That was the second beef that came up in the conversation was about men getting ready to settle down. So Reem said, yo, listen, man, I done been through the, I done been through the gauntlet, the ringer. I'm good. Now I'm ready to settle down. And that was a high point of contention. The ladies were like, nah, fuck that. Why do we have to wait until y'all are done with y'all bullshit so we could be with y'all? So Angel, go ahead and speak on it. Cause that was a thing that came up in the conversation. And I believe it was you who was the most hyped about it. So go ahead. Was it really me? It might not have been you, but guess what? It's you now. Go ahead. (laughs) So the whole idea of waiting, look, and this is like a, it's a humble plug, but it's kind of like this first episode of Mermaid the Lion. The chick was a virgin and she's like, go sow your royal oats and I'll wait for you. And I'll be right here waiting so that when you're ready to commit, um, I'll get that. Like it's a prize almost that this guy gets to go out there and he's going to be with multiple women and do whatever he wants. But you're going to be the one to get the prize of having him as your husband but at that point is he really a prize if he's not willing to sacrifice all of the quote-unquote fun and i'm sowing his royal oats or whatever if he's not willing to sacrifice that to be with you is he really a prize that's worth waiting for i don't think so like would you like for a woman to come to you and say well you know what i really always wanted to have a dp or to like you know just you know, maybe go to trapeze and have a night there. And I just want to do that first before we commit. And you're going to be like, okay, I'll be right here when you come back. And no, but why do men want <laughs> women to sit tight while so, they go out there and figure it out? So I, I see, well, go, ahead, Mark, go ahead, Mark, go ahead, Mark. I see you, bro. Go ahead. What's trapeze? Yeah, first, yeah wait, first of all, <laughs> what's trapeze? Trapeze is a sex club. Oh, yeah. Oh. We're, 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 we're balls. In Atlanta. Oh, in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. There, was one, there was one in the city at one point. Okay, uh, Lefty, speak on it. <laughs> I, I saw it online. Oh, okay, say less. Yeah, say less. the same place, they're everywhere. They're in Vegas, they're here. They're, Send the they're address. Everywhere. I read about it. I read about it one time. Just one time. It, it popped so, up on my timeline. Go ahead, Mark. You can Mark, get something to say about that. Go ahead, Mark. I just think that's why, why, uh, why old why older men date younger women, right? I don't think you should wait on anybody, right? I just think that, you know, when it's your time or whenever that person that you want to be with is ready, then so be it. If you if, if that person, if you have to wait on that person, that, that just may not be the person for you. That's why I think men should date younger women, personally. Oh, so we got we got a whole nother combo. Reem, hold up. I see you. What speak on it, Teddy Raleigh. I mean, that's how I feel. I mean, you, you shouldn't have to wait on anybody. You know what I'm saying? I, that's why I just feel like it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if that particular man 
uh, that you you, you want to be with is not ready to move on. That is why you have to get an older man that has done what he needed to do. I, listen, I believe that every man, I don't think no man should be married before he's 30. That's just me. That's my personal. And 30s is pushing it. You know what I'm saying? I, I've taken it to the, the extreme, but that's another story. But listen, date an older man. That's it. It's, it's easy. Gary. Gary. Um, I just wanted to comment because, like, I don't want to actually set it. Set it. Um, like, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I don't agree with Mark in regards to like the age, but I do agree with like when I when I where I'm at now, where I'm like in in a committed relationship with my lady, and I got to a point where I was done based on what I've done in my past. I never asked anybody to wait for me, and I think that's selfish. And I think that's unfair. I just wasn't ready. So then I just did what I needed to do, but I would never ask anybody to wait for me. Like I gotta, if, if I'm gonna go out here and do what I do, I got to stand what I do. If I lose my lady, I lose my lady. It, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, I'm never gonna ask somebody to wait for me. But no, for no. me. No, I think just, you know, like piggybacking on that, like I feel like it based on my experience and the people that I've met, like I just feel like women and men, like we on different timelines most times. Like, I feel like women want more of a relationship and more of a commitment a lot earlier in age than, than men do. At least, you know, like, that's how it seems like it's been for um, me and the people that, I, that I've that i known. And I think, like, if you're being, if everyone is just being honest in that process, like, a woman can't be, like, mad if she, you're telling her, like, I'm not ready and you decide to wait. Like, and y'all take it, and then y'all say shit like, you wasted all these years of my life and shit like that. When... You know, like you knew what it was. Speak on it, Yash. Yeah. That's because we know what we want. Y'all still looking for what y'all want, not realizing that it's right there in front of you already. Right, but you can't force that. Like, and you can't get mad if it if at the end of the day it if you end up getting shitted on or you feel like you waited all this time and it didn't work out. Like, I feel like like Mark said, I don't know like about the age thing, but I definitely think like uh men and women like kind of just mature at different rates and we have to understand that and respect that well yeah, that's yeah. not necessarily true because i've been with my husband for 23 years and we've been married for 10 years next month and we got married in our 20s mm -hmm. and I mean, we're still together no i'm not i mean that's that a nice mean anecdote that doesn't mean it's gonna work i mean that doesn't mean it's not gonna work all i'm saying is i know i got married young so and i know that i bumped my head a bunch of times because i when i got married i probably wasn't ready so this was things that i had to learn about myself and mature and grow up and figure things out and unfortunately like i know i gave my wife some headaches behind it you know what i'm saying but i know if i was if i could kind of go back not that i would not do it again but i would tell my younger self like maybe give yourself time to really grow and develop and learn some shit before taking such, you know, like a huge, you know, a huge step. Well, I ain't saying it was easy. It was most definitely hard, but women, we tend to stick it out, but y'all wouldn't. If it, if it was us still making mistakes and giving headaches and now here doing what you're doing, you wouldn't stick around. We stick but, around, we hold it down because we see potential. But this goes back to what I was saying about the double standard. Y'all do that. Like y'all, like when you, when you decide to stick around, like y'all reinforce that double standard. Like it's a bunch of women that'll stay through a bunch of bullshit, and then and men know that. Like we gonna do as much as we feel like we can get away with. Yeah, we gonna Mark. do as much as we feel like we can Cash. get away with. Yeah, I hate, I hate I hate when women say that because they're ready for relationships before men. That's maturity. 
Actually, I think it's immaturity. I think it's mature for me to know that I'm not ready for a relationship. And if I'm telling you I'm not ready for a relationship, that's that's more than maturity. Now, if you feel like you're ready for a relationship at 23 years old, when you're not, you're ready to get married. And, and my person, I mean, listen, what, what, whatever you had, um, one time, if, if your relationship worked out, you know, I applaud that, I applaud black, black love, but that's just not the norm. Nine times out of 10, all my friends, the majority of my friends that got married in their 20s is divorced now. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm telling y'all from jump, listen, at 23 years old, I'm not ready for this. That's maturity. Yeah, Modi. Um, let's, I'm speaking from out of experience. And like I said, um, y'all, yeah, you know, you my boo and everything. And, you know, I commend you for, because your marriage is different. You know what I mean? And you always state how you guys been through whatever. But, you know, you came out, not all of them end up like that. But... I'm a female and I don't like, I feel like getting married in your early twenties and even early thirties, I feel like shouldn't happen. I got married at 25 and I, I wouldn't say I regret it, but I, I would definitely tell my youngest self not to do it. Um, because just like Tony stated, I feel like you don't even know yourself at that point. You don't know yourself enough. And I feel like a lot of times um, spouses, when you're young, you feel like your spouse is supposed to make you happy. It wasn't until after 30, I realized that nobody is responsible for my happiness that I was. So all along, we were probably both just searching, trying to figure out why we weren't happy and why he wasn't making me happy, why I wasn't making him happy. All along, it was because we really were supposed to be doing that for ourselves. And they don't teach you that. You know, that's not being taught when you're younger, especially as a female. It's like, get a husband, settle down, have kids. So I agree on the, with, with the fellas when it comes to as far as the marriage and the waiting. Like, I don't but Mo, think but Bo, let me go. Let me go a step further for you, Mo, because I heard your podcast for one time. You took it a step further. You was like, not only that shit, but you don't feel like monogamy is a thing. I heard you. For, for me. Speak on I it. I feel like... Um, and this is just my opinion. I just feel like when people when people are in a relationship, when a monogamous relationship, they automatically assume that monogamy means you own me wholeheartedly. You own my feelings. You own my thoughts. The fact of me thinking about another man, um, a lot of men can't handle that. But see, for me, I I don't I, I don't feel like monogamy is for everyone. Um, and it, and I've been and I was with my husband for a long time, 19 years. So I feel like if I want to, if I choose to want to, you know, do something else, or and that and and please don't don't twist my words. I'm not saying sleep with everyone, because that's not monogamy. Could be just me connecting with somebody on a different level. I just feel like monogamy is not for everyone. A lot of my girlfriends they don't agree because they're married or they're in relationships, but I just feel like one person can't do it for, for for one person. I don't know. That's just my opinion. So I, if you listen to my pod that I did with Yash, I spoke more about it. But that's just my opinion when it comes to monogamy. So, I mean, so, so Mo, real smoke, when I heard that shit, you were the first woman who I ever heard outward, outward say, Yo, maybe the whole idea of being with one person doesn't really make sense. And that fucked me up because I was like, shit, like, okay. 
Like I think, I, I think that, I think that a lot of the struggles that we have as men and women is we and I, fellas, y'all, yo, check me in if I'm bugging out. But like we try to figure out how we're gonna do this shit right, right? And on the other end of the spectrum, they feel like it. It's innate. Like, y'all should be able to just do this. But, like, for us, it's hard. Yo, I tell listen, if you listen to my podcast, you know, I talk about the cheeks all the time. And I, I, I say it jokingly, but I say it in real life. Like, yo, it's overly difficult to try to focus in on anything if you just govern by the cheeks. So, if, if you can get past that shit, that's one part of the conversation. We didn't talk about trauma. We didn't talk about the past. We didn't talk about nothing. So, how do we maneuver this shit Lefty, I'm going to you. Like, how do we maneuver this shit to the point when people are being honest with each other about what we're supposed to be doing? Gala. I missed that. Say that again. <laughs> I, was, I, I was reading something. I was reading something. Yeah, wake up. Nigga, I'm no, saying, no. like, yo, so how do we keep it real, bro? Pretty much. Long, long story short, how do we keep it real with each other? As far as in relationships? Yeah. Shit. Just... Say what you say. What say what you want. Say what you say. Just basically, just lay it all. Lay it all out on the table. You gotta lay it all out on the table, and if that's what, if if it's a go for both of y'all, then it, it it'll work. Yeah, uh, Zoe, go ahead, Zoe. Um, I feel like I definitely agree with what Mo said as far as the whole monogamy thing. Um, just being someone that's still in her twenties. Um, I know wholeheartedly I'm nowhere near ready for marriage or a steady relationship. Um, I definitely believe that you have to find out, you know, how to love yourself, how to, you know, make yourself happy before you give yourself and, you know, put yourself in that step to make somebody else happy. Um, but I definitely believe that the whole idea of monogamy in your 20s is so like it's so weird because you could be attracted you know mentally by somebody else and have that connection with somebody else and it's okay but i feel like past generations beat it into us by the age of 18 to have an idea of a steady relationship and then once you get in a steady relationship you got the grandmothers that talk about they want grandchildren and all that kind of stuff like it's just beat into us to have this positive relationship and then make babies and then make more babies and all that kind of stuff so i definitely feel like um like most said the whole monogamy thing is unrealistic until you know i don't know maybe when i'm in my 40s i'll think about being in a steady relationship and wanting to give myself to one person but i want to make sure that i'm ready for that step when i'm wholeheartedly okay with myself when i love myself when i know what i expect when i have those expectations and i know what i can give to somebody else when you're in your 20s you're still trying to figure out what you want what you can give somebody else what you're willing to give to somebody else how do you expect us to give something when we don't know ourselves we're fresh out of college i don't know what the hell i want to do as far as a career just yet so why would i want to give myself to a, a person just yet but so i could be wrong so zoe i skipped all that so zoe <laughs> so no no real smoke first of all let me help you out you said when you're 40. you know i'm 40. so yes. i throw that out there hey because you know hey i got it in i had to get it in one time just but, one 
Just one time. Just only one time. Only one time. But the thing is, though, so at 40 right now, I will I will flat out tell you, like, I just, and I'm, I mean, literally, day by day, I'm learning me. D.I. said it best on The Grown Mentor. The whole idea of marriage as, like, a real conversation around love and everything else is a social construct beforehand up to and through it and you jump in like you're like this is a point when it's like yo it was business only yeah speak on it brother yeah yeah pretty much if you look at the uh the, the history of marriage i think it was like uh, one of those uh those netflix to uh, explain i mean it's it's literally by late 19th 20th century that it actually started when it came to america that it started becoming about love but it's usually about merging of families and and uh, unification and, and things of that particular nature whereas love is kind of like secondary it's it's only a recent new phenomenon so you're 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 applying a contract that wasn't built on love into one and you can see the the failure the failure rate is is beyond at a point that you know, for almost any other aspect that you would uh, you would likely go into, knowing that there's a 50-50 chance that that shit going 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 south, right? But but we've romanticized it in, in a way that we still keep up this particular institution rather than revisiting how we got here. So so thank you for that. Also, Mo, I see you. I think the other part of the conversation becomes like evolution. Like we talk about evolution. Like for those sports fans, like. We've been arguing this greatest for, greatest for all time shit for a minute now, right? Like, yo, who's the greatest of all times? Yo, it could be Mike, it could be LeBron, it could be Kobe, it could be it, listen. But the, every detractor would say they didn't have to face the level of competition. Blah 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 blah. I think love is the same way. If love was a social construct that 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 guided marriage, uh, it's the same thing. Like a hundred years from now, people may understand what love looks like between long-term relationships. Cause yo, I done had one night stands that I was in love. And then I woke up and I was out and I'm good. I'm back to I'm back to me again. I'm good. But at that moment though, oh my Lord, have mercy. Oh, best thing I've ever seen. And then I'm good. Yeah, yeah, Mo, it's like that. I'm trying to tell you like, listen, like, first of all, shout to the cheeks. Cause that shit happens. Like we've been, every single man in here has been there when you're like, yo, oh my God. And then you like, let me start putting two and two together. Let me wake up. Let me, let me, let me, ah, uh, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to ghost out. I'm good. So I think the conversation then becomes if we recognize this flaws in the expectations, right? Listen, I got married when I was in my twenties because it seemed like what I was supposed to do. I know I'm not the only one in here who's been in that conversation. I'm trying to be grown. I'm trying to be strong. I'm trying to be the man. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. So I'm going to forego all my urges, all my deficiencies. I'm going to forego everything just so I can say, yo, yo, I'm good. But guess what? Divorce. So yeah, there's that part. So that's a real, that's a real conversation. So Yash, I'm going to kick it to you. So like when you hear these things, because you was the one who brought up like your relationship, like you you you're very clear about the struggles. Like you talk about struggles on a regular basis. Like yo, nobody said this shit was easy. So like, how do you communicate to people how to withgo? I mean, how to how to forego or or like go through the struggles? Like what do you say? 
Oh shit! I think yeah, I think we don't love Yash. Okay, Jersey guy. Okay, Yash. So in other words, like okay, for the people who are going through the whole idea of like, yo, we're gonna figure this shit out. What advice would you give the people who are like, yo, fuck it, no matter what, we're gonna be together. Say what? I mean, you shouldn't have to force yourself. If if it ain't that, then it ain't that. But how do you know that is that though? You'll know. You'll just know. You there's no it's nothing that I could tell you to say, oh well, if you go through this, then you know that's the one you're supposed to be with. Nah, it just you just know. I hear you. Well look, man, I feel like ultimately we covered a few things. I know there's so many more things to cover. And I'm gonna go ahead and kick it over and say, let's go ahead and talk about last words. Jersey gal, I'm going to start with you. You say the whole idea about anything relationship-wise is bullshit unless both parties are with it. What happens if one party's not with it and the other party is still with it and they got to figure it out? Like, are you cool with letting it go? If a man come to you tonight and be like, listen, I loved you last year. I'm good now. That's it? We good? Absolutely. The whole thing is, the whole thing about it is, just be honest. Just be honest with me. I mean, so, if you're not ready. I'm so glad you said that. I'm um, so glad if you said you're, that. If, wait, if, you're not ready to, if you're not ready to be where I am or if you're not ready to go where I'm going, I have no problem with leaving you. That's one thing about me. My um, question is this. My question is this, Mo, and I, I, I'm going to stick with you for a minute. I've, I, listen, my whole life, I've heard woman after woman say, if you don't want to be with me no more, just say so. If you're going to be with somebody else, just say so. And then when you mm -hmm. say so, it's like kill, 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 murder, murder, murder. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm one. So that's a double standard, too. Because it's just as better for us to deny till we die. Like, I'm not going to say shit. Just like how Yashman said, listen, if I'm not saying, listen, if you didn't ask me, I ain't say nothing. It's the same conversation. So now I'm going back to you. Can I, can I keep it real and get a smooth exit? Or is it going to be some bullshit? Me, personally, I can only speak for me. You can definitely get a smooth exit. I would appreciate it more. It would end on a better, on a better note. If, if, you, if you're just honest with me and you just tell me this is what it is. Now, I'm speaking for a 35-year-old Mo. I'm not speaking for a 23- or 24-year-old Mo when I felt like I needed that type of um, relationship. Right now, and I'm okay with me. I enjoy my own company, so like a man is not something they. I mean, like like you guys, a dime a dozen. I could check a DM and that fast, you know, if I wanted to be in a relationship. That's not an issue. Um, the issue is just be real with me. Let's be real with each other. Like you said, we're grown. If all you want to do is kick it once in a while, and even if you want to do Netflix and chill, I just need for you to be honest with me. You don't right. have to lie this day and age. It's not right. even necessary. Zoe, speak on it. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're honest with me and telling me, I feel like at this age, I will let you go. Like, I wouldn't even fight it. I would rather you be honest with me instead of you fake the whole relationship and me develop anything more and then it become more damaging in the future. I'd rather you be upfront with me and tell me. And can, he can, can he come back if he finds himself? I'm supposed to wait. 
Oh, so we're back to that. So now we're back to that again. Yeah, I don't. Angel, speak on it, Angel. I definitely would like to know, but it seems like the other ladies don't mind if there's an explanation or not. But I want a reason. I do want a reason. If you come to me, if our relationship, in my mind, I didn't see any evident issues going forward and you came and said that, you know, this is just not doing it for me, I would like an explanation beyond this is just not doing it for me. I'm not going to hassle you. I will not find you. And I definitely will never be there for you ever again in your entire life to be your girlfriend or anything like that. I don't redo dick ever. So you had your opportunity and now it's gone. But I changed now. I'm I'm a new man. What's the problem? God bless you. I'm (laughs) so happy that you have made it to this new elevation in life. And I am sure there is a woman out there who will accept you as you are. But sir, I am not her. I I have forgiven you and I have moved on my path, whatever it is. But no, no, we're not coming back. Say less. Say less. Mark, man, last words, brother. Come on, Teddy Riley, unmute your mic, man. God damn, this, this nigga. You the one that muted me, I mute myself. Uh, listen, I'm the DJ, bro. That's your point. I think the uh, the bottom line here is that there's no blueprint, right? What's good, what's good for me is not gonna be good for you, right? So I think that everybody just gotta find what their niche is, right? Um, I think where the contradiction lies is that, you know, right now, I guess at, at, at 30s, a couple of y'all in your 30s, y'all are saying that, you know, you know yourself better. When we was in our 20s, we were getting, as, as men, when we were in our 20s, we were getting ridiculed and saying how immature we were. And we heard how immature we were because we wasn't ready to get in relationships, right? So now, you know, which is why, which is why this goes back to maybe, you know, guys should date younger women and girls should date older men because I think like the timelines kind of match up a little bit better. But like I said, there's no uh, blueprint to this and you got to find out what's good for yourself. And when you find out what's good for yourself, nobody could tell you, you know, it, society can't tell you, uh, religion can't tell you, you got to know what's good for yourself. So therefore, when you find what's good for yourself, run with that. Because my advice is not going to help Ron. Ron's advice is not going to help me. So it is what it is. That's what it is. D.I., speak on it, brother. Yeah, I mean, just to, to echo... I guess everyone's uh, sentiments. Uh, my 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 follow up is the um, and the 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 essence of it all is is kind of like um, not trying not to be afraid of uh, to be honest about what you want out of this particular situation. Because right? I think a lot of the times, you know, on both sides, rather be you know from the male or female perspective, is that you get kind of nervous about saying what you really want from a particular situation, you know, scared that the other person might, you know, try to bend. And if that person, person bounce, that person bounce. But I think at the end of the day, I think it's to be honest and early as often, you know, in, in that particular process is, uh, you know, just, it just, it just, it just sets the stage for, uh, for smoother, for smoother uh, transition into something more more meaningful, because because once you get into a situation where you kind of like scared to talk about whatever you know situation you want, you know what I mean? Like then that, that person wasn't meant for you to begin with, you know. So that that that's just kind of like my take is that that I what I've learned through the process is just like I'm I'm honest early and often now, you know what I mean? So I'm not I'm not I'm not afraid to to say what I want 
And if that and that person's uncomfortable, it, so so be it. Then we then we then we're not meant to be. That's what it is, brother. Reen, speak on it, brother. Um, I would just say, like the echoes that you know, be honest as well. And I would just say, um, you know, like being in a relationship is is a is a real responsibility, and being held accountable. If you're not ready to be responsible, be held accountable, and look at parts of yourself that you might not like, then don't get in the relationship. Because that's that's what a relationship is. You bring two individuals together, like you said, that has trauma, baggage, and all of those different things. And if you're not really ready to, you know, take that person's stuff on as well as unpack your own and deal with that responsibility, then don't do it. Agreed. Left, speak on it, brother. Last words. <laughs> Shoot lefty. Dang, I, I'm good. Good, Tony. No, last words, brother. Um, I think, I think first and foremost, like we got to stop coming into this stuff like, uh, like from the background of. I feel like every we all found out like or learned how to be in relationships like through like uh romantic comedies and shit and and bullshit like that. Like where you don't come into a relationship like really understand like it's gonna be hard work, like it's gonna be difficult, like it's gonna be two people with two totally different perspectives two totally different outlooks on what a relationship looks like. And it's, it's, you know, like on those two people to kind of merge what they believe and without outside influences or without what uh, your grandmother told you your relationship is supposed to look like, without uh, what uh, TV or people tell you your relationship is supposed to look like, you know, and like what everybody else said, like the whole honesty piece. If everybody's just open and honest and, and telling each other exactly what they need from the relationship and understanding that, we both are gonna grow, and hopefully, we just growing in the same direction. You know, hundred percent, Yashman. Speak on it. Did we lose Yashman again? Oh, Lord. well, yeah, Yashman. Uh, Yashman's abstaining. So let me speak on it for a second. Thank y'all. Um, I, I listen. I said this before, I don't deserve this shit. Like I don't deserve to be able to hear from different people this often about like real shit. You want to talk about relationships. You want to talk about who you are, who you not, like what works, what don't work. Everybody has said it in their own certain way. Speak on what you into and then allow for the people who are next to you to decide whether that's with them or not. Like real smoke, like yo, if you a freak and you like, yo, listen, I'm never gonna get married, but listen, I'm I'm with the handcuffs every night. Cool, like speak on it, like say something. But if you just try to fit into a square peg around, like it's not gonna work. So if you don't allow for yourself to be comfortable with who you are, you're never gonna get what you're looking for. And societal norms be damned. At the end of the day, yo, just say, this is who I want, listen. Hey, look, Ma, I was an SBW. We're going to call it that. We're not going to say the whole shit. I was an SBW, but listen, I'm 40 now. I'm 40, it's twice. For the, okay, Zoe, it's twice, two times. So I'm 40 now. So, um, hey, look, I'm trying, listen, I'm trying to be better. I'm not saying I'm there yet, but I'm trying to be better because you come with me on this journey. That's a decision that the person has to make. But if you give them the option, that's a whole lot better than saying, Baby, I'm ready for you. Because if you're lying, it's going to go left. Because she's thinking, to Martin's point, 
if you know you're an older man, she's a younger woman, I got a man who's ready. You a 40-year-old kid, that's a problem. Speak on it. Like it just say what it is, like be who you are. And also, nothing else. Yo, we got love on each other, man, because this fucking world don't love us for shit, man. So I appreciate y'all, man. I want to go ahead and say one take no chase of grown grown folks talk part one. Definitely part two coming. And um, I would just say, man, listen, we got to take care of each other. Y'all got to be safe out here, man. Like, I, I want to make sure if I call for y'all again, everybody show up to the best of our ability, even though fucked up. Sometimes I feel like it's not even in our hands no more, but whatever. It's in our hands as we decide it's going to be in our hands, and that's it. So, y'all, I appreciate y'all. Um, Tony Nott, my man, appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you as always, man. Always, man. Lefty, I appreciate you, brother. No doubt, man. Anytime. Always. Yashman, I appreciate you, sis. Yash dead. Angel, I appreciate you. <laughs> Matt Love. All right. Mo, listen, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Always. All right, Yash, I appreciate you. I hear you alive. Absolutely. Mark, I appreciate you, brother. Teddy Riley. You still on mute. See? This is why I... Appreciate you, fam. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yo, Reem, I appreciate you, bro. Always love, bro. You know, if you calling, I'm coming. Any brother, anytime, brother. Andy, I appreciate you, brother. Yo, always here, man. Whenever, whenever you're ready. Angel, appreciate you. Oh, I got it twice. Okay. Oh, did I appreciate twice? you too. Oh, listen, yeah. we'll take, no chance. <laughs> Zoe, I, Zoe, listen, Zoe. I hope, I hope, I hope you catching all this shit, Zoe, because you know. I mean, I'm definitely learning from everybody else. So, you know, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And, you know, you coming on my show in like a couple days. So we good. I'm here for the smoke. I'm ready for it. Listen, <laughs> one take, no chaser. Grown folks talk part one, part two coming another day. Y'all be good out here. Y'all take care of yourselves and your families. Y'all be well, y'all. All right, easy. Always. <laughs>